I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 462 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got an awesome guest for you guys today. Anthony D'Amico found his true love on the reality show Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight began in 2014. It features three to five couples each season who are paired up by relationship experts and agree to marry when they first meet. Anthony was featured on season five, where he met his now wife, Ashley. The couple remains happily married, and they just welcomed their second child, uh, second daughter. The couple will be featured on Lifetime's Married at First Sight's Couples Cam, so you can check them out over there. I've got Anthony with me here today. Anthony D'Amico will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Anthony D'Amico was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Married at First Sight star and myself, please get over and hit me with a subscribe on YouTube, First Class Fatherhood. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoyed today's interview with Anthony D'Amico, you may want to go back and check out my interviews with other reality TV show dads, including John Goslin, Adam Busby, Matt Roloff, Bill Klein, and so many others. They're all available for you guys to listen to in the archives of the podcast. And be sure you guys are following me over there on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. I got some real bangers coming your way for next week, including one of the main stars of Beverly Hills 90210, one of the Backstreet Boys, and a Navy SEAL. So find out who they are. Follow me over there, Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. If you guys are enjoying listening to this podcast, please hit me with that rating or review over on iTunes. That really goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show to see us celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Anthony D'Amico. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Belcampo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, Anthony D'Amico. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Two kids, basically under two. One's six weeks, the other one's about two and three months. So, I guess you can call her two and a half. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, congratulations on the newborn. And uh, did you guys do a gender reveal to find out what you're having with both, or did you wait until the end to find out? Uh, We did a... Ashley did a semi-gender reveal surprise for our firstborn, Mila. And then for Veda, we did a full-on cannons, all that good stuff for Veda. And, yeah, both times it was pink. So, what are you going to do? 
Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I got four kids myself, and three times we did like a gender reveal type of thing, and one time we waited till the end to find out. So either way, uh, it was a great experience for us. So, did you find uh, that waiting to the end was a what you wanted? <laughs> I, I like doing it either way. My wife wanted to find out the first time, and it was kind of before all the gender reveal stuff really happened. This was back in '05, uh, so it was around Christmas time when we could find out. So we had the uh, obstetrician put it in an envelope. Uh, with what it was, we hung it on the Christmas tree, and then we went to, to church, and then after midnight mass, we came home, and we just opened it up together and found out what we were having. So that was kind of like nice. the gender reveal thing that we did. Uh, but yeah, we were our third. We were waiting, and, and it was another boy. It was our third boy. So then we ran around for the last time, and for our girl, we had our three boys sitting down, and they opened up the envelope, and they told us what we were having. So uh, nice. that, that's kind of how we worked it out. But Alyssa, if you could, Anthony, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background. So, yeah, Anthony D'Amico from, I guess you'd best know me from Married at First Sight. Um, we've had a couple spinoffs since then, probably at least four. Um, but, yeah, I got Married at First Sight, and we are currently approaching our five-year wedding anniversary, crazy enough. So we're definitely one of the success stories out of the show. Yeah, awesome to see that, too. So after having this experience, being on the show and all that, how did the experience of becoming a father uh, kind of change your perspective on life? I mean, there's really no, there's really no words for saying, you know, it's amazing to be a father. I mean, there's no way, to, other way to say it. it. It's one of the craziest experiences I definitely had was when Mila first came out. I mean, I was in tears and I, I didn't have any, there's no, there is no words for that type of <laughs> experience. It's just, it's more than a miracle. It's amazing. Um, but how it changed my experience on my, my, just life in general as far as my focus i mean there's nothing you wouldn't do for your kids uh, especially at this point when they're younger um i mean definitely turned me into papa bear uh, the level of protector that i think i've turned into is like turned up tenfold so um yeah i mean everything you do now is for your kids i mean you still got to keep yourself in there a little bit a little bit like 10 percent of the time but you know overall you're, you're definitely doing it for your kids yeah, good stuff. And and Anthony, what what was the genesis of you deciding to go on the show, Married at First Sight? Uh, why did you decide to go on the show? How was the experience for you? I um, decided to go on the show because I was kind of getting sick of the um, sick of getting the just the dating life was getting a little crazy. I think that was just around the time that I think Tinder had just started coming out. Not really. Maybe it was Tinder. Was it? I don't know. There's so many different apps out there now that you can jump on for dating. It's insane. But, you know, it was just crazy. Like people would, you know, you would ghost people, they'd ghost you back. And then you know, get in this whole carousel of craziness for dating. And I was like, you know what? Once uh, once I got um, connected with the show, it was a total different experience of how the science behind it is what I really appreciated. The fact that you get, you get matched. I mean, it was like 24 hours of questionnaires, like straight. That's how long it took me to fill this thing out. Um but with that, it's also like you, you you think about things that you would never think about as far as having a partner. So, you know, between do you, do you prefer straight or curly hair or do you prefer, you know, browns, brunettes? Like there's but there's so many other things like do you value going out outdoors versus, you know, staying at home for a day. There's just so many things that came up with it. Um, so I really appreciated that side and the fact that I was taking some of the work out of my hands and giving it to the experts and then they're matching me with some that they thought was a, a really good match for me which obviously worked out so that was my whole reasoning for going on the show and you know then everything everything fell into place after that yeah obviously it was a great experience for you so it worked out very well now have you and ashley decided whether or not 
uh, or when you would allow your kids to actually watch the season where you two guys uh, first met and fell in love? Uh, we kind of discussed that. I figured with the way technology is happening these days, there's even if I say, hey, we're not going to show it to them, they're going to eventually see it or something's going to tell them or somehow, some way, you know, it's going to happen. So at some point in time, maybe we'll all sit down and watch it together. I'm thinking maybe in, the, in their teen years, but um, I don't know. It could happen before that, I guess. Yeah, I, I get a slightly different response when I ask some of the bachelors that I've had on the show here because they, they're making out with like 20 different girls during the season where they actually met the mother of their child. So they're <laughs> saying they want to try to hide it as long as possible, you know. So, uh, And then pulling it back into you here as, as a father, Anthony, what would you say are the top values that you're hoping to instill in the girls growing up? Um, I think some of the top values, um, first of all, family. Uh, just the importance of having family and being around family and doing things with family. I think that's the number one. Um, empathy for others is definitely the second one. I think you need to care for everyone around you, especially with all the crazy stuff going on in the world right now. Um, you know, just having love and care for your fellow person next to you. You know, I think that's huge. And um, you know, I think respect is another one. You want to make sure that you get in there. I mean, there's so many. It's like you want to make sure they have all the values. Um, but you got to figure out, you know, which ones are most important. Also, I think a big value that I have for myself is, you know, giving and keeping your word that you give. Um, I think that's a big one that I think a lot of people don't really, really look into as much. It's like, I gave my word. I'm going to come through with what I said I was going to do. So I want to make sure that's in there as well. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're so family focused because I do stress it on this show a lot about, I, I talk about the fatherless crisis that we have going on in the country. We got so many kids that are growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And it has a devastating uh, result on our society. And I just think, I mean, my whole goal here is to try to show young men that, you know, fatherhood is something to embrace, not something to avoid. And I think all the things that we're seeing, we're trying to solve all these other different societal issues. And if we don't get to the core of it all, which is our nuclear, like our family units, then we're just going to be running around in circles here. So uh, I love the fact that you are family focused. And I think it does bring a positive light to fatherhood in general. Yeah, I, mean, I think you hear a lot. It, it, it takes a village, right? Um, it doesn't always take a village, but it's nice to have that village support. Um, so whether it's you know grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, it does make me kind of crazy that I, I guess I don't fully get it. I know everyone's situation is different, um, but how some of these dads can, you know, in a sense, just be so void in their in their kids' life. So I mean, obviously there might be something going on, but. I could never do that. I mean, I would want to be, even if something, you know, worst case scenario happens from, you know, I guess if you think about it in, in someone's relationship, if something happens with the relationship itself, the kids are still there. They're still your kids. So, you know, you want to make sure you're there regardless. And I just, it drives me nuts that you see so many, so many dads in the world bail out. Yeah, and I think it speaks to the fact that our, our society or the culture has provided a, a, a way for these guys to think that it's acceptable in some way. They get the idea that it's okay to just walk away and leave the responsibility. I actually spoke with uh, Hall of Famer Michael Irvin down at the Super Bowl last year, and he went on a passionate piece about, you know, he, he doesn't condone divorce or separation, but he said, if you've got to divorce your wife, divorce your wife, but never, ever divorce your kids. And he encouraged the young men to stay on their post, you know, so. Um, yeah, makes total sense. Yeah, and I think that's really what's important. And then, and then, how about for um for yourself here, Anthony, with the two girls? Do you got what's your bedtime routine look like? Are you a storyteller, a book reader, a lullaby guy? How do you get them down to bed? 
All right, dads, where are you buying the meat that nourishes you and your family? I used to get mine at the supermarket, but now, thanks to Belcampo, it comes straight to my door, and it's far better and healthier than what I was used to. And thanks to my new partnership with Belcampo, First Class Fatherhood listeners can now benefit as well. Grass-fed and pasture-raised meats like Belcampo have five amazing benefits for your health compared to conventional meats. Healthy fats, omega-3s, antioxidants, minerals, and yes, more omegas. Belcampo animals grow more slowly as nature intended. This is a difference you can both see and taste. And I'm telling you right now, guys, once you try it, you'll make the switch just like I did. Hey, it's your family, dads. Give them the nutritious meats that they deserve. And if you order right now, you can save 20% off your first order. Go to belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O.com forward slash fatherhood. And use the promo code fatherhood to save 20% off your first order. All right, guys, and the way Belcampo raises its animals isn't only better for your health, it has a positive impact on the environment as well. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use that promo code fatherhood, and save 20% off your first order. A gift for first-time customers from First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. But don't just take my word for it. Here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from MyPillow. Honey, what is it? Well, I love all the MyPillow products, from the robe to the towels. But my absolute favorite, hands-down product, is the MyPillow mattress topper on our king-size bed. I have the best sleep since owning that topper. It's like sleeping at a spa resort, and I can't wait to sleep on it tonight. And I look forward to seeing you there tonight. And let me tell you something right now, guys. Happy wife, happy life. And this mattress topper has been a game-changer for me. That's a guarantee. And speaking of guarantees... All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. And then how about for um, for yourself here, Anthony, with the two girls? You got, what's your bedtime routine look like? Are you a storyteller, a book reader, a lullaby guy? How do you get them down to bed? Right, so initially, for, so right now, bedtime the bedtime routine is mainly for Mila. Um, initially, we were doing a lot of books. Uh, she really was enjoying that. Um, but now with the techno, the technology and everything out there, she's got her, you know, she's got her little Kindle and everything else that she has. Um, what we like to do, she's a huge into music, so she likes the different songs. Not so much lullabies, but like Itsy Bitsy Spider. She's got one that she likes really now. That's, um, you know, this is my happy face. I could sing it. I could sing the whole song by myself because I mean we listen to it all the time, so I know every song by heart. Um, but yeah, so we'll still we'll sit there and we'll listen to what she calls one Elmo. She tries to get to three, four, and five. Of course, she probably listen to them all night if she could. But uh, we try to keep it to about two. Um, but yeah, she likes to jam out with some music real- before she goes to bed, and then she's usually good. So that's the routine right now. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I tried singing to my kids early on, but that ended up keeping them up longer at night. So I, I switched real <laughs> quick there. And then, Anthony, obviously the pandemic has uh, turned all of our lives upside down. Having your second child here during the pandemic, I would imagine, was slightly different than having your first. Uh, were you able to make it to all the, the doctor appointments? Were you able to be there for the delivery? What was the process for you like going through the pregnancy delivery during the pandemic? Two totally different pregnancies. 
completely different pregnancies. Um, and the, even the, even those from start to finish was completely different. Um, for Mila, our firstborn, I was at almost every single appointment that Ashley had. Um, literally, I don't think she went to more than five that I wasn't there for. Um, pretty sure if something came in the way that I couldn't make the appointment, but I was pretty much at every single appointment that she was at. Um, for Veda, her second, I wasn't at any. The only thing that Ashley was able to get me into was one of those 3D or 4D, whatever they call it, um, uh, birth like scanning places where you can kind of see what the baby looks like at you know at, at a certain age uh, or at a certain point in, in, the, in the pregnancy, um, and you get to hear the heartbeat and everything. So I didn't hear the heartbeat of Veda until she was heck. I think she was like seven and a half, eight months. Wow. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I didn't even, didn't even get to do any of that stuff. Um, but I, I was able to be in the room for the delivery uh, and all of that. We had to wear masks and all that, but, um, yeah, it was, that was fine. But I mean, overall, yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was as involved with this pregnancy as I was in the first one. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be so many more stories coming out about families that have had either their first child or a child during this thing. So, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy year for all of us here. And, you know, one thing I want to ask you here, I, I know obviously your, your daughter is young yet for this, but um, what type of disciplinarian uh, are, are you as a dad? Are you a spanker, a timeout guy? How are you as a disciplinarian? Is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? You know, I thought I, thought I would know this going into it um, because I, I was obviously brought up in a pretty strict Italian family. They were spankers. Um you know, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I will be, maybe I won't. And obviously you have to bring your, you know, your, your wife into the fold or your partner into the fold with this. Um, you know, she's not as much into spanking. So obviously that went out the window. Um, timeouts. Yes. Um, you know, right now it's just trying to get her to listen. How do you get her to listen to you? Listen to me, do this or this. Uh, but I am, I'm, pr I'm pretty big in, um, you know, it's, if there is going to be discipline, it's going to be, this is why this is happening. So I'm going to turn off your whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to take away your tablet or, you know, we're going to sit and time out for a couple of minutes. So I'm going to tell you why, why we're doing this. So you don't, you don't think it's just, you know, I'm just being mean dad or something, but I'm going to tell you why this is happening. Um, and I'm definitely the bigger disciplinarian in the house, I think. Yeah, very cool. It's still something I'm actually trying to figure out. With all four of my kids, each one of them requires a different uh, philosophy as far as discipline goes. I have one child. I mean, you, you could spank them all day long. It ain't going to change anything. I got another one you could threaten to spank, and then that'll be the end of it. You know, so they all yeah. they all respond differently. One thing I usually suggest is when they're old enough to communicate and to talk, they have this uh, the five love languages that I know they, they, they recommend that couples do together. But mm -hmm. I also recommend doing it with your kids. Uh, it gives you a better insight into how they give and receive love, and it helps with the, with the discipline process as well. Something that we had to do for Miriam first sight anyway, learn our love languages. So okay, so you're familiar with experience it. With that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's something definitely to do with the kids as they get a little bit older there, too. It definitely gives you a little insight into, into helping with discipline. It's done that for us, at least. And I'm definitely different. My girl is my only girl. She's my baby. She's six. And I definitely, my wife is constantly getting on me that I'm not hard enough on her as I am on the boys. So I'm definitely working on that as I can here. Um, I, I think, I think that's natural though. I mean, I think having boys like you're, you know, your, your dads, you're like, Hey man, tough it out. Like, you know, you want to make sure that they're going to be the man you want them to be right. Or the man that the best man that they can be, not that you want them to be, but the, the best man that they can be. So you're obviously going to be a little bit harder on them.
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, there's a, d- a definite difference uh, for sure. And what about you now, uh, Anthony? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself in the future? Just trying to get this whole family thing in line. Um, you know, are we done having kids? We're going to have another one. We don't really know yet. Um, but then, you know, I, well, we're actually going to take off and do some family time. I really want to get our family vacations kind of figured out. Not so much like, hey, let's go on this crazy, ridiculous vacation, but really instilling that family time. Um, that we can have together. So uh, in the month of May, actually, we're going to be gone for a whole month. Um, we're going to relocate to Florida. Um, nothing crazy, just a, literally a change of scenery. And since I can work from home right now, and I don't know how long that'll be for, um, might as well take advantage of it now while we can. Yeah, very cool. And the last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Anthony, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Uh, first and foremost, um, be hands-on from the very beginning. Really get to learn and understand your child. Um, and obviously, there's not, not too much understanding you're going to have <laughs> from, your, from your newborn. But, you know, be hands-on. Um, talk to your baby as often as possible. Uh, it doesn't have to really mean anything. I talk to Veda all the time, and she just looks at me like, what? But overall, you know, you're still talking to her and having those conversations. It really helps them connect with you. Um, I, I like you know, having them fall asleep with me on top of them for a little bit, taking little naps. Um, and, you know, make sure you get that one-on-one time in there as, as often as you can. I mean, you're only going to, they're only going to be little for so long. So um, definitely make sure you're getting that one-on-one time. Yeah. Great message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Anthony D'Amico, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Anthony D'Amico for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it in. Friday, I have got Bassem Youssef, the Egyptian political satire comedian, will be joining me here. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. I got some great ones coming your way soon. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood, and I say thank you for doing so. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Sometimes